Hey mama, and welcome to Fast Tip Friday edition of the Motivation for Moms podcast. In addition to the longer, regular episode I publish earlier in the week, I thought I'd try this new thing where I bring you something short and sweet to help you stay motivated, stay positive, and stay inspired into the weekend. Listen, sister, if you're going to change your life, if you're going to stay on top of all of your responsibilities and make progress on your goals and dreams, you have to feed your mind with positive and inspiring messages every single day. And so I hope that this Fast Tip Friday episode helps you with just that. All right, ladies, let's get to it. Today we're talking about why. If you want to grow as a person, if you want to make breakthroughs in your home life, in your systems at home, in your parenting, in your relationships, in your finances, in your health and fitness, and you want to see progress in these areas, you have to, have to, have to. Did I say that enough? You have to regularly stop and ask yourself, what am I doing well? What am I proud of? What improvements have I already made? See, there's a common misbelief that if we refuse to be satisfied with where we're currently at, we're more likely to advance to the next level in our lives and achieve success in our endeavors. You see it all the time, especially in the motivational space. At least I see it all the time because this is my, you know, my job. You see it on t-shirts. You see it in quotes on Facebook and Instagram. People put it as their phone's wallpaper. Never be satisfied. And we might fear that satisfaction with ourselves or our progress or our lives will somehow lead to settling. And it will cause us to lose motivation and stop trying. But here's why this thought process is actually counterintuitive to our success. If we're always dissatisfied, then that means... We're always focused on the negative, and we're going to miss the opportunity to evaluate what's working. There's a saying that you can't manage what you can't measure, or you can't manage what you don't measure, I should say. And so if we truly want to make progress on our goals this year and manage our lives well, we have got to be willing to take an honest look at where we're at and the progress we've already made. And that includes recognizing and celebrating what we're doing well. Now, the other thing about being chronically dissatisfied with ourselves is that if we never stop to appreciate our strengths and our achievements and our successes and how far we've come and how good of a mother we really are, then we're never going to be happy. Or feel joy. And happiness and joy counts for something, right? One of my favorite books by Brendan Burchard, I talk about his book all the time, High Performance Habits, says that perennial dissatisfaction is the first step on the path to misery. If we don't allow ourselves to feel satisfied with how far we've come, then we have to ask, what's the point? Why are we even working on bettering ourselves 
and our lives in the first place? Why are we even trying to achieve goals? And at what point are we actually going to feel satisfied? Now, sister, if, if you have this idea in your head that happiness is going to come at a later time, that it's going to come when you've reached this point in your life or when you've made this amount of money or when you have reached this ideal weight, you are wrong, my friend. Happiness doesn't come as a result of those things. But it's the other way around. Those things in our life come as a result of us choosing to be happy now. And how we do that is, part of it is, we stop to celebrate what we're proud of. And we stop to celebrate the joys and the blessings in our life that we have now. Because the only way to feel happy then is if we feel happy now. Now, it's common for people, especially moms, to feel that we must beat ourselves up as a way to discipline ourselves into being better. Perhaps we fear that we must beat ourselves up before someone else points out our shortcomings. It's less painful when it comes from ourselves, right? And this happens on a very subconscious level, and it can stem from the way our parents and our caregivers treated us when we made mistakes as children. We internalized that judgment, and it may have been very painful. It may have felt like rejection. And so we protect ourselves by punishing ourselves, even mentally. But as it turns out, when it comes to being better, and it comes to growing and improving, it's actually the opposite that's true. The research shows that high performers consistently do better when they approach their work and their goals from a much more positive place with a sense of play, like this life they're living and this journey that they're on is like a fun game and being connected to where they're at in any given moment. Chronic dissatisfaction with yourself does not lead to growth. And when we do acknowledge and appreciate our successes, we don't tell ourselves, well, I'm good now. I think I'll just kick my feet up and stop putting any more effort in. (laughs) We're actually more motivated to keep going, aren't we? And reach the next level or the next goal because we feel motivated. We feel empowered. We tell ourselves, Gosh, I did this. What else can I do? And so it actually motivates us to keep going. Just think about how children respond to negative criticism versus positive criticism. If you're always focused on what a child is doing wrong, they're not going to feel very compelled or very empowered to do more. They're going to feel like a failure, like they don't measure up. And they begin to form this story in their minds that they can never get it right, which only perpetuates the problem. So whenever they're faced with a challenge, they're going to repeat that story in their mind that they're not capable. Remember that whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. 
And this applies to you too. And I want to remind you that when you take the pressure off yourself and you drop the self-criticism, you tend to put less pressure and criticism on others too. And so naturally, others are going to be drawn to you and your positivity and be inspired by your optimism. It's going to empower them. So if others respond better when you drop the negative criticism, then the same goes for you and your self-talk too. The voice in your head that continues to repeat the things about yourself throughout the day. If you make an effort to say no to those self-defeating thoughts that come in and you focus on what you're doing well in the progress that you've already made, you're going to respond much more positively too, like a child would, and you're going to have a sense of empowerment to do more. So then the question is, how can this actually play out in your life today? How can you put these concepts into practice? Now, as a life coach, I am a big proponent of regularly evaluating where we're at in our lives and whether we're on track with our goals and whether we're living in alignment with the year that we want to design. In my own life, I do this weekly, and I do kind of a shortened version of this daily, and I also have my one-on-one coaching clients do this weekly as well. I think it's important to take an honest look at our lives and the way we are living our lives because, again, as the saying goes, you can't manage what you don't measure. And so this step of critical evaluation is very important to the growing process as it allows us to adjust as necessary. Ideally, you want to have a routine in place where you do this every week, but at the very least, every month you should be checking in and figuring out what's working And if necessary, what needs to be changed? Now, you might be wondering, though, how do I honestly evaluate myself and acknowledge the areas that I'm weak in while at the same time focusing on what I'm doing well? And please understand that in this episode, I am not saying that you should just turn a blind eye to the areas of your life that need work. But there's a big difference in saying to ourselves, this thing that I've been doing is just not aligned with the kind of life that I want to live, and therefore I want to change it. And I can't believe I keep doing this. What's wrong with me? I never get it right. Do you hear the difference in those two? The first one requires humility and strength and a belief in ourselves to change anything in our lives that's not working. The second one comes from a place of hopelessness and victim mentality. And you and I are not victims, are we, sister? Our lives are not hopeless. We know that we are the queen of our tribe. We are strong and powerful, and we have the ability to change anything that's not working. We also have the ability to create whatever amazing thing we want in our life. So remember, celebrating yourself is not going to cause you to stop trying. Pat yourself on the back more often. Recognize what you're doing well and where you're kicking ass. And when you have a positive interaction where you feel like you handled something really well and you're proud of it, stop to acknowledge it. If you've successfully been able to overcome a habit or a pattern that wasn't serving you, stop to recognize what led up to that, how you were able to do that, and then 
add it to your bank of confidence. And if you do struggle with the negative self-talk, make a list of the things that you're proud of and the things that you do well and the things that you love about yourself. Make that list every day. Create a habit out of this. See, you've got to keep kicking and punching those negative, critical thoughts to the side and replace them with empowering thoughts. And every time you do, the self-defeating thoughts will become weaker and weaker until you no longer believe them. And before you know it, you'll walk around feeling really good about yourself and your life. And you'll be even more motivated to take positive steps, make positive change, and believe in your abilities. I hope you enjoyed this Fast Tip Friday episode if you're ready to finally get control of your time, get your tasks and to-dos under control, make dedicated time to work on your goals, and stop feeling overwhelmed once and for all. Join my online planner makeover course at plannermakeovercourse.com. This course is affordable. It's easy to consume in one day from any device. And it's jam-packed with life-changing motivational strategies that are going to help you change your life today. Like literally, starting today, things could be different for you and your family, my friend, if you just decide. Go to PlannerMakeoverCourse.com right now on your phone to join and change your life, girl. When you work on yourself, when you invest in yourself, you are helping to make the world around you a better place. And I am honored to be mothering this generation alongside you. Now go out there, take charge of your day, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama.